Sex and happiness both enrich our lives, yet it's surprising how few people can honestly say that they enjoy regular and fulfilling sex or describe themselves and their lives as happy. Host Lori Handlers helps you to experience real intimacy and happiness. You'll laugh a little, learn a little, and we hope put a smile on your face and a smile in your life. Now here's Lori. Hi, everybody. This is Laurie Handlers, and you're listening to an episode of Sex and Happiness, a show about your sex and your happiness. It's always about you. It really is always about you, but it's about me, too, because I'm sexy and happy, and that's how I got to this paradigm. I don't think you can have one without the other, but I always tell you that. So hopefully you're getting sexier and happier every week by listening to the show. Today, I have a special show for you. We're going to be talking about the 15 self-love values to awaken your sensual feminine. So first of all, if you're listening to the show and you're not, um, uh, you're not in a female body, you're masculine. That doesn't mean you can't awaken your feminine. So let's just start with that. And of course, I'm going to ask my guests about that. And second of all, there are people that you love who you may want to tell about the show. So... Don't be thinking that this doesn't involve you if you're in a male body, okay? Let me tell you about my guest. My guest's name is Lucia Gabriela, and she helps individuals and couples to master their sensuality, sexuality, and relationships with themselves and others. She works with individuals whose journey is to free themselves from emotional and sexual traumas. She helps them reclaim their creative power, their body, their voice, their sensuality, and their sexuality. How wonderful is that? Welcome to the show, Lucia. It's great to have you. Thank you, Laurie, for having me today. It's such an honor and a pleasure. <laughs> Do I, am I saying your name right? Is it Lucia or Lucia? Lucia Gabriela. Lucia. I'm okay, Spanish. good. Okay, great. <laughs> yeah, you're Spanish. Awesome. Thank you for bringing your ethnicity to the field of sacred sexuality. It's really important, really important. There's lots of Spanish-speaking people out there and English-speaking people out there who need your vibrance and your fire. Thank you. Yeah, I, it's fascinating that you just bring that up because um, I have never promoted myself in like Spanish to do this work, but I have so many uh, Spanish followers. And all of a sudden, I signed up a client uh, in Spanish. And I was like, I was just shocked because I was like, I never promote in Spanish. <laughs> I'm like, I have to open up this market in some level. Yes, it's <laughs> huge. Myself. It's huge. There's more demand than ever in Spanish speaking countries. I just came back from South America. And there were many, many people there who were clamoring and asking. In my trainings, I've worked in Costa Rica in Guatemala, mm -hmm. and recently we were in Peru and Brazil. Well, Brazil's not Spanish-speaking, it's uh, Portuguese-speaking. But at, it, needless to say, there are people who need this work, and it doesn't matter, you know. So it's you're at an advantage that, you can, mm -hmm. that you're bilingual. That's really, it's, it's awesome. Let's talk a little bit about you. Mm -hmm. So you are, you're a person who works in sacred sexuality, you create sacred space for women and men to explore aspects of themselves and heal their inner child and their shadows and all these things. How did you get started? I got started like pretty much um, by my own uh, growth and my my life uh, evolution in an aspect of like I went through um, stages in my life living with my parent in a very toxic environmental, emotional environment. And I learned from a very young age uh, a lot of things. And I didn't see role models in my relationships and in my sexuality. And then I ended up with a marriage where um, at the beginning it was okay, but I didn't really show um, all the things about myself. I, I was immature. I have to be honest, I was immature uh, because I have no role models in my life. And even though I studied sexual energy and sacred sexuality in a very um, 
energetic way and like book way yeah. <laughs> and like my skills of life we are not there I was young when I met my, my my first husband it was I was 20 I was 20 years old 21 years old when I actually uh had my first sexual experience I even my first kiss to be to be honest to you because I knew the aspect of sexual energy and the sacredness of intimacy and I wanted I, I kept myself uh I always wanted to have my first experience with somebody that I really, really was in resonance. But when I came to the U.S., back then I was in Ecuador, but when I came to the U.S., I lost myself. So I learned a lot in my first 10 years of being in the United States of America. I, I, I learned a lot of my contrast, like when I was lost and I made a lot of decisions in my, my romantic life, in my sexual life, coming from a place of not being truthful to who I was. And I even lost my sex, my sensuality because my ex-husband was a kind of person, well, it is a kind of person that's very uh, social conditioning in an aspect of like Italian culture, very, uh, very like uh, clothes in the aspect of, you know, you cannot wear that kind of clothes. And he used to tell me, you can, we, I cannot take you to meet my parent uh, or my family dressing up like this. Like, I'm a sexy, feminine, you know, like, sensual, feminine woman. And I have my cleavage and I have my, my body. And I felt like really, like, I, I literally had to, you know, I, I had to forget who I was yeah. to be able to be in this relationship. So... Through my aspect of my marriage and then my separation and my divorce, it has been like a whole personal life journey that um, that's what I'm so passionate about to talk about the topic of today because it's not something that I learn in books. It's something that maybe I grab some, some ideas and insights from some speakers and mentors that I have followed. I have immersed myself into different um, different uh, uh, experiences and uh, teachings. But it was something that it was very clear to me that if I had this kind of wisdom and these t- tools and these practices that I'm going to share with our audience today, when I was younger, I may have saved so much of the contrast. Yeah. But I knew, I do appreciate my contrast in my life. I do know that thanks to the contrast and thanks to the work I did and all the suffering, all the pain and all that stuff and walking on the fire of my relationship – has helped me to be so clear with who I am right now. Mm. So I can help others to not avoid it, but become more aware and more unconscious with themselves and, and have tools that be like, well, you know what? I'm not actually, I am not actually loving myself because this is what's happening. This is the one principle that I am not having consideration in my life. This is one tool that I'm, I'm ignoring and I, I should be putting in practice. Uh, this is what ritual that I can I can live better. So, so what you're so uh, so if I understand what you're saying, it's like you really waited. I mean, you're you're a young woman, and you really waited a long time to have a sexual experience. You chose a man that you thought you could trust. He was too conservative and couldn't actually get who you were because of his upbringing and his opinions and his uh, whatever, his conditioning, and that stifled you and you had to break out. Mm-hmm. And how, yes. how, how, long did you, how long did it take you to break out? I just, I'm personally curious. How long did it take you to break out? <laughs> we were together, um, I would say it took me 10 years. Mm. It took me 10 years because we were uh, dating on and off. Because this is when it comes to sex magic, right? I knew sex magic. And I actually wow. used sex magic to attract him into my life. <laughs> and actually I have one of my videos that actually in YouTube that is enriching a hundred thousand viewers now that I'm like proud of because I share this aspect of it. And you have to really know what you want <laughs> and really have to be conscious about what you really want because when you start involving other people's free will, it will play uh different cards in your life and it will show you a different contrast. So, so it was very interesting that, um, yeah, it took me 10 years to really, uh, see what I have created in my life and I take responsibility of that and, and say, I'm done with this and walk out and literally, like I tell my story is that I took my daughter, I took my daughter's belongings, her toys and her clothes 
and I took my clothes and I left the house when I, I knew that I saw myself, I saw my divine feminine goddess cage in a golden cage <laughs> trap. And when, when I saw that, it was because I saw I was in a big fight with my ex-husband and I saw my daughter witnessing at three years old. And I, I kind of like brought me back into my old memories when I was a child and I was seeing my, my, my life again through my daughter's eyes, like my parents' life. So I was like, no way, Jose, my daughter's not going to live the same vicious cycle that I lived when I was a child. I'm the one going to break this for my family, for myself, for everybody. And my daughter is going to learn to live her life, her fullest potential for who she is, uh, and I have to be the role model. That's when, I, when she was three, I was like, I am the role model for her. I have to, I have to step up and I have to do this work. Congratulations for you. Hallelujah. So you, and 10 years is a long time, but you, it sounds like you, you know, once you made up your mind, you made up your mind. And I love that you knew about sex magic. And so mm -hmm. this is, uh, it, this is great. This is great. So, um, and how old is your daughter now? She is turning nine. Great. Great. Yeah. Great. So six years and you've been on your own and, and mastering your accomplishment of, sensuality, sexuality, and who you are and your, and sex magic, which is yes. really awesome. So let's, um, let's move now to the, to the topic, but we're just going to tease people for a minute or so here, and then we'll come back after break and we'll really delve into it. So we're going to talk about 15 self-love values to awaken your sensual feminine. And it sounds to me like you developed these, like you stumbled upon them. Um, by yourself yep. and put mm -hmm. this together, like this list of things together. Is that true? Yeah, it is true. <laughs> That's great. So you must, you know, here's the thing. Some people are really connected in their lives. Like they actually get that their sexuality is their vital life force. And some people aren't. <laughs> it sounds like you are. <laughs> so what a blessing that you, that you always knew in some way who you are in the divine feminine. Yeah. Yes, I'm very blessed. Yeah, yeah. So we're, okay. So what we'll do here is we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to just get right into these, these values. I'm just going to ask you to, you know, start like rattling them off for us and let's see where we go with it. Let's just see, you know, and some of the, I just want to manage my listeners' expectations to say, you know, some of these values may not be new to you. And mm -hmm. some of them may be new to you. And let's let Lucia give us her gift in a way that's re totally receptive. Like I used to, I'm just going to say that I used to be in life in certain way. Well, I know that. I know that. And I have found that life is much better when I don't know. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to ask people to listen from a place of fresh and new and the unknown. And that would be, you know, that would be the invitation from me to you right after the break as we delve into this subject. Does that work for you, Lucia? That worked for me. Okay, awesome. So if you just tuned in, you're listening to Sex and Happiness. I'm Laurie Handlers, your host. And we are talking about love values, self-love values, how to awaken your sensual feminine with these values. And we're going to come right back. So I just stay tuned, maybe get a pencil and paper because this might be something that you want to make note of and go back to and use and expand on in your life. So we'll be right back. My question for people right now is if you're a woman who could use a little zest and zing in your arousal response, or maybe you know women or a woman who could use this, because many women say that their feelings of desire, arousal, and sexual satisfaction don't happen as naturally or as often as they'd like. So I want to tell you about Zestra, because Zestra was developed to meet this much-needed option for women. Uh, Zestra is safe and a patented blend of botanical oils and extracts, and it's created to help women have increased sexual sensations. Zestra comes in convenient single-dose personal packets, 
Each packet keeps the essential arousal oils and extracts free, fresh, and safe from light. And with application of Zestra, it starts to work within three to five minutes. And at about 10 minutes, there's something called the Zestra Rush. And that can last up to about 45 minutes. The great news is that Zestra can be used as frequently as you like during each sexual experience. Now, I'm somebody who believes that all women deserve sexual satisfaction. That's why I do this show, in case you hadn't noticed. So I believe that men and women deserve sexual satisfaction. So if you're a woman who isn't getting that kind of arousal response that you want, please call 877-426-8047. That's 877-426-8047. And please remember to say you heard about Zestra from Laurie Handler's on the Sex and Happiness Show. Are you wondering what book to read to jumpstart your life? Get the best from relationships? Attain the deepest feelings of intimacy? Do you want the best sex along with great happiness? Get your copy of Sex and Happiness, The Tantric Laws of Intimacy by Lori Handlers right now. You'll learn how to make love in the unknown, take the performance anxiety and reaching a goal out of sex. You'll learn subtle ways of communication and really important practices to empower you when dealing with an intimate partner. You'll let go of blame and struggle. Doesn't this sound great? Sex and happiness puts the innocence back into sex and gives Tantra the respect it deserves. Take charge of your life, physically, emotionally, and spiritually with Sex and Happiness by Lori Handlers. Only nineteen ninety nine paperback and fourteen ninety nine ebook. Order your copy today by going to butterflyworkshops.com. That's butterflyworkshops.com for your copy of Sex and Happiness. I want to talk to you about the craziest and most inventive sex toy or sex enhancement that I've come upon in a long time. It's called Love Rider. L-U-V-R-Y-D-R. That's L-U-V-R-Y-D-R, Love Writer. So I know the couple that invented it. They never intended to invent it. They stumbled upon it. And isn't that how most things go in life? The subtitle to Love Writer is Grab the Bar and Ride Your Lover Wild. And I want to tell you that I've had multiple experiences with Love Writer. I've taken it all around the world and I've had lovers experience it. I've given it to them overnight and told them to come back and tell me their experience with it, and every one of them comes back with a raving report. It's a harness that the person receiving puts around their shoulders, either forwards or backwards, whatever. It depends on what position you want to use a love rider in. And the person who's giving, the penetrator, takes the handlebar like they're riding a horse, and they lean back, and they get amazing angles of penetration from using this device. It's hard to describe, but I want to encourage you to go there and look it up. Listen, my lover gave it a five and a half stars out of five. That's all I got to say. So go to loverider.com and look for this beautiful invention. And you can use my name if you call them, or you can use my code Butterfly Workshops, letting them know that you heard about Love Rider through me. That's loverider.com, L-U-V-R-Y-D-R. We're back with Sex and Happiness. Again, I'm Laurie Handlers. I'm interviewing Lucia Gabriela. She's originally from Ecuador. She's in Florida. She's located in Florida, but geography doesn't limit us anymore in our lives. We can get together on Skype and everything else. And today she's talking to us about the 15 self-love values to awaken your sensual feminine. So Lucia, you want to get started with us? Like, what are these values? I'm kind of excited to know. I want to see, I want to go in the unknown about it and go, yeah, oh yeah. (laughs) Yes. So before I start with the values, I want to invite every one of you to take a big breath in. (sighs) And I really appreciate you for being fully present and open to receive this information um, my, and, and saying yes to this invitation to, um, 
to see things that you already know, but maybe you're going to pay attention to a little, a little bit more than you have done before. Can I, um, uh, can I stop you for a second and just tell you that about a hundred thousand people are going to hear this. So <laughs> this podcast, so we're really speaking to a lot of people and your appreciation is huge. Thank you. I yeah. really appreciate you yeah. so much. Yes. Yeah. So I'm going to invite you to really, um, every single principle that I'm going to share with you that I have put together in the order that I have put together to really see it as a beautiful rose. And I love to use the rose because it's one of my favorite flowers, but also the sacred symbol of sensuality, feminine energy, and sacredness in, 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 for me. Uh, maybe the rose for you will seem something different. And, um, and in the core of the rose, um, I invite you to really see that every single of these principles are going to be created, you're going to put in practice into your life as rituals. And I want to give you uh, the difference between what is a ritual and what is a habit. Because a lot of people walk around in their lives thinking that I have to create good habits in my life to become or to be who I really am. And I want to share with you my perspective of ritual and habit. So a habit is something that a lot of people do that is very mechanical, that comes from the aspect of the mind, that you have to do it over and over and over and over to be able to get it and get automatic in your system and get imprinted in your, in your whole physiology and all that stuff. So a ritual, a ritual is actually, in my, in my understanding, in my feeling, in my presence, a ritual is a practice that we do every day in our life to actually connect with who we truly are. So I'm going to invite you for every single one of these principles that I'm going to share with you to imagine and create a ritual of how you can utilize this principle in your life. And keep it simple. Very, very simple. So because you wait, actually wait. let me just get, let me see if I can get this. So you're saying that a habit is something like is the difference here consciousness? Like a habit is something that you just kind of, you develop, but it's, I like, I'm still, I, I still can't get clear. Like what's the difference? Yeah. A habit is, is, is something mechanical. Like for example, you have the habit of brushing your teeth. Okay. You do it because you were told to do it. You were told that it was good to brush your teeth and you just do it. So you just get up in the morning and do it. A ritual will be when you brush your teeth and you actually connect them with your teeth. You're actually brushing your teeth and you're breathing and you're actually even making love to your teeth. And you're like, well, I'm so grateful to have this toothpaste, this brush, this time to connect with my teeth. body. And grateful to have these teeth. <laughs> yeah, and show you gratitude. So when the difference between a habit and a ritual is that the habit is something mechanical. You're not thinking about it. You're not being conscious about it. With a ritual, you're actually fully present and bring gratitude and love and appreciation and just be fully present with yourself. Okay, I got it now. Great. So these rituals, I mean, this, this, this principle that I'm going to share with you, you can uh, create um rituals every day and actually you may be doing it but now when I'm going to share with you you're actually going to become more aware of it and knowing it and becoming aware and embodying these principles is going to help you to become open up more and more to different words and different um, values in your life okay so Let's start with the definition of value. And I like to use this because many people have no idea what a value is. They think they know. And even when I went to an event with Tony Robbins, he talks about values and everybody was confused about it. Like we were just grasping different virtues and things like that. So to start, we want to see the definition of value. And the value is a person's principles or standards or behavior. Um, that one's judgment of what it is truly important in life. So value it is what truly important in life for you is are the principle or standard that are truly important to you. Okay. 
a principle is is a rule of our belief governing one's personal behavior. So it's a belief. A principle is a belief, a rule or a belief that is more important to you, right? So now we have standards, and a standard is a level of quality. So when I'm sharing about values, it's about what do you believe and what are the qualities of that belief that is a value that is more important to you. Does that make sense? Yes, it does make sense. It makes it, it's it's really good that you use the rigor of getting the definitions so people could actually look inside and go, okay, what do yes. I believe that's a value to me and what standards do I hold myself to? It's really good. Yes, yes. And what is really important to you because based on your values, uh, you when you're in a relationship, it can really help you to understand your partner's values and see where you are in resonance and where you are not in resonance. Because if I have great value, like different type of value that my partner has, and we are not really meeting anywhere, our relationship is going to be conflictive. That's because right. Because what's important to me may not be important to my partner, and what's important to my partner is not going to be important to me. So having some kind of like, you know, some kind of like harmonious values in a relationship, it really makes the relationship so much juicier and so much delicious. All right. We can so call that we can call that a values match. Yeah, that's a values not, match. A lot of people do not have a values match. They may have interests in common, but that's totally different. Values are much more important. Yeah, because it's what is really important to me. Like really, really, really important to me. So let's start with the first one. Are we ready? Yeah. Okay. So make sure you have your pen and your paper. And the first one I'm going to share with you. To me, it's truly important and critical because without it, it's like the flower. Like it holds all the, all the principles and all the values in your life. And I'm going to share with you the 15 that I feel that are really important to me in my life that have helped me so much to go from very toxic relationship to a very harmonious, to beautiful and powerful relationship and create my boundaries. And also, um, it is really important because without this value, this, this principle, this, this standard in my life, uh, nothing would really fall into place. So I share 15, but I know that um, at the end of this call, you are going to write down the values of your life, like write to up to 20, 30, 40 words. And I'm very passionate about the power of words and meanings, the meaning that we give to words. And because the meaning that you give to a word, we actually will define your life. So whatever meaning you put to a word will define your life. So it's so important for all of us to speak the language of creation instead of the language of destruction. So that's pretty much one of the values that, you know, the, the values that come around. So let's go with number one. The number one to me is acceptance. To me, is really, really important uh, to be in acceptance with self. And all these values I'm sharing with you is about self. Okay. Uh, and then it's good you, to point that out. Yeah. And you amplify it with everybody else. Because why acceptance is important to me? Because if I don't feel accepted in my own body, in my own mind, in my own uh, consciousness, if I don't feel accepted within myself and accept myself and I love myself, you know, I can't accept everybody else. It's very hard. There's no congruency. There's no alignment. Like, how can you accept others when you are not accepting yourself? Okay, so great. It's, it's really important to consider to accept yourself. And one of the rituals, I'm going to give you an example of a ritual that you can practice every day to accept yourself is like I hold my hand, right hand on my heart and my left on my belly. And I, before I wake up in the morning, I know when I'm in that state in the morning of waking up, I repeat this word like in ritual aspect of I accept myself, I accept myself. And I repeat it like three times because I accept myself to be in this body. I accept myself to be in this life. I accept myself to be living this beautiful experience, to have my daughter, to be in this amazing relationship that I, you know, so the more you accept yourself, like, life is so much fun. Awesome. 
Crete. And I so love the, the ritual too. I like the ritual. So you lay in bed, you put your one hand on your heart, your right hand on your heart, your left hand. It's like pledging allegiance to yourself. Yes. Okay. Yes. Got it. it great. great. So the second one is about responsibility. And it goes hand to hand with acceptance because the moment that we are self-responsible, we free ourselves from everybody else's expectations and we also free everybody else from us, which creates such a beautiful energy, a flow of energy within ourselves and around us. Because the moment that we take responsibility for our actions, how we respond, which is different than reaction, we take responsibility how we uh, take care of ourselves, how we take care of, of, of our energy and how we really live life. We free ourselves and, and it's so beautiful because we're not making ourselves codependent of anybody else and we don't make anybody codependent of us. And it's just this freedom. There's a lot of freedom. There's a lot of freedom where we can swim and, and it's just yummy. So, an example of a, a responsibility ritual could be about writing, you know, in the morning. What do you feel responsible for today? Like, and, and really be fully conscious and focused of what kind of responsibility you're taking. And make sure that are your responsibility that feels good and you're still feeling that you're taking on into, onto responsibility that they're not yours. The beauty of these principles is that when you become aware of what you're really responsible of and for, you become a creator of your, you know, beautiful energy of boundaries because you know what kind of responsibility you don't take from others. Because a lot of people want to throw responsibilities on us that they, they don't belong to us. And when we become self-responsible, we become so conscious about saying no to people and be like, you know what? This is not my responsibility. You, it's your time to do this for yourself. So there is this beautiful synergy going on. That makes sense? Yeah, this is so important. I can't even, I mean, I will just <laughs> underline everything that you said and say that self-responsibility is like, it changes the whole game. It changes the whole life. It changes everything. It's, it, it means you're a grown up. Yes. That's what I said when I talk about my story. I was immature because actually when it comes to sexuality, um, to be open and vulnerable with you, I didn't masturbate. There's one reason why, because I always made my ex-husband responsible of my pleasure. So when I took self-responsibility of my own body and my own pleasure, my own orgasm, I don't codepend on my partner. I don't make my partner be feeling guilty or shameful. It's like, he's free. It's like this freedom. It just makes my life so yummy. Got it. So that, let's go to the other one. All right. Yeah, we'll the do next, this one and then we ha we're going to have to take a break. So let's go to number awesome. three. Okay. So the next one we're going to talk about is about congruency. What does congruency mean is an agreement to live in agreement or harmony. You know, so is that is the type of, is it, it's being in harmony in your life. So one of the biggest things I learned in my life, especially in my business, is that when I was not congruent with who I am with my work and I was attracting the wrong clients. And this is great for entrepreneurs. If you are not congruent with, congruency is about being in alignment and in harmony with your mind, what you think, with your body, how you act, like how you re respond, with your voice, with what you say. With your desires, if you're not congruent in every single one of these, your mind, your desires, your emotions, your heart, your body, your essence is not in the same page, your whole life is going to be chaotic because you're going to be attracting chaotic situations in your life to face you into be like, hey, Lucia, you're going to be congruent here. Everything has to be in one page. You have to be in the same track. You have to be actually be in the same track and focus. And that's what this is beautiful about, you know, this principle of grateful manifestation because when we become focused and congruent with all aspects of ourselves, we manifest our great lovers, we manifest money, clients, abundance, trips, and everything we want. All so, of it. so what's the ritual? So the ritual for yourself is, 
it's very simple. When you start seeing something, especially something that is not working out for you, the ritual here is it just one question. Am I being congruent in my life right now? This question is powerful and important because if you see something it's being it's keeping you stuck, if you see that client is not signing up, if you see that your lover is not responding the way that you would decide to respond, if you see your children not really behaving or something like that, or you manifesting crazy, crazy, stupid stuff coming into your life, or, or you feeling like stuck, the the ritual is to ask yourself a question: Am I being congruent right now? I am thinking, feeling. Uh, experiencing, uh, being in one path. I'm in the same page today. Mm-hmm. And the question itself will give you clarity on that. That's beautiful. Thank you. And that's very good. Um, that's so simple. Anybody can ask it to themselves and, and they should. So it's, it's great. We're going to have to take a break right here. And when we come back, we got a dozen to, to get through. And I think mm-hmm. we can do it. I, I'm excited about it because you're giving people simplicity. And mm-hmm. simplicity for many people can help their lives because lives these days, even technology, which you and I have experienced, is so complicated. So mm-hmm. this is really great, Lucia. Thank you. If you're listening to Sex and Happiness and you just tuned in, we are talking about the 15 self-love values that will awaken your sensual feminine. And it sounds to me like they will awaken your anything. You know what I mean? This is like, mm-hmm. these are life's lessons about being a grown-up. That's just, that's how I see it. So I'm excited about this. And this is valuable information. So... Please stay tuned. We are coming right back. Lucia, Gabriela, and I are coming right back with Sex and Happiness. As a sex and happiness coach, I understand that increased sexual participation intensifies sexual responsiveness and desire, as well as overall health and well-being. My experience with the Sibian has personally increased my sexual response and I can now train women to use this machine to have peak orgasms as often as possible. I strongly believe this will add to their health and well-being whether they have a partner or not. The beauty and the miracle of the human body is that it adapts and changes much more rapidly than people change their beliefs or their opinions. The Sibian can make any woman's body more resilient with each peak orgasm. Sibian is an amazing experience, often described as the Lamborghini of sex toys. If you're a woman and you can get yourself to look at Sibian, you should do so. It won't take away from your partner. It will only add, trust me on this, I love my Sibian. Go to Sibian.com. That's S-Y-B-I-A-N dot com or call 1-800-253-6135. That's 800-253-6135. And say Laurie Handler's told you about Sibian. And by the way, if you do have a partner, ask about Venus for Men. That's Venus, V-E-N-U-S, for men. Many times on Sex and Happiness, you've heard Lori talk about emotional release and how important it is. Well, now you can do emotional release in the privacy of your own home. In Lori's CD, Shamanic Release and Lottie Han, she creates a safe and sacred space in which you can do the powerful work Lori is known for in her sacred sexuality courses. Lori sets you up with the proper positioning and breathing. Then she guides you through each emotional state to the beat of tribal African rhythms. This CD provides an easy way to do emotional clearing work on a regular basis. Order your copy of Shamanic Release and Lottie Han today and watch your relationships walk free of emotional baggage. To order the Shamanic Release and Lottie Han CD by Lori Handler's Go to www.butterflyworkshops.com right now. Do you want to deepen your intimacy while being on the perfect vacation? 
I'm talking about an all-inclusive vacation with a nude beach, a prude beach, and an exceptional nightlife and plenty of entertainment. In really fun classes every day, I will take you deeper and deeper into couples' sensuality, into intimacy, and enhanced communication as the week progresses. I also will offer private or semi-private sessions by appointment. I'll offer sessions in sex magic, G-spot stimulation, female ejaculation, and men's ejaculation choice. When? October 14th to the 21st, 2017. Where? Hedonism 2 Resort in Negril, Jamaica. For more information or to book your room, call Tom's Trips at 800-285-0853. That's 800-285-0853. Please book now. I can't wait to be with you in Jamaica. This is Sex and Happiness, and I'm Laurie Handlers, and I'm interviewing Lucia Gabriela today, and we're talking about 15 self-love values. And it, it's to awaken your sensual feminine, but I'm, I'm saying it's to awaken you, in, you know, no matter who you are. This is like grow up and get responsible for your life and, and ask yourself the right things. So, Lucia, you're brilliant. Keep going. What are the next ones? <laughs> All right, let's go with the next ones, and I'm going to keep it simple and yummy and juicy, and you will be able to, and I'm going to invite you to be creative with your own rituals because it's very simple. So the other one, is the fourth one that we have is observation. The observation is the action or process of observing something or someone carefully. We live in a life where everything is so fast or quick and instantaneous and all that stuff. We don't take the time to just sit down or stand up and breathe and observe, not just with our eyes, but with all aspects of ourselves. So the principle about observation is like literally whatever you're doing, I'm going to invite you to just focus in front of you and really observe what is in front of you from head to toe and from every single angle, and pay attention and be curious. The power of observation is bringing the, the, another little principle I like to add in there is curiosity. Because when you observe people and everything with curiosity, you are not becoming a judgmental person. You're just observing and you're learning and you're allowing life to show you what your mind, sometimes your, your brain or your thoughts want to limit you. Observation is beautiful. So just take a big breath in and observe and just be fully present with it. Uh, the fifth principle that we have is vulnerability. To me, vulnerability is power. And when you are vulnerable, is vulnerability is the quality or state of being exposed to the possibility of being, in the dictionary, they call it attack or harm or something like that. But actually, it's just exposing yourself for who you truly are. Ah, vulnerability. Well, that, and, that's the, most people don't get that. You know, like they think that vulnerability, they don't like to show it because they think it's a weakness. But what you're saying is so true because vulnerability connects us to everyone else. You know, like life is so precious. Yes, and, and it's powerful. I, when I work with my women, uh, even my client, my male clients, I would tell them vulnerability will get you farther than anything else that you want. Because, because it will, you know, we are tired and we live in a society, we live in a shift consciousness where we are tired of the old paradigm. Oh, I can't even pronounce it. But paradigm. The old paradigm. paradigm. <laughs> paradigm. But we are coming into this new consciousness where the more raw and real and authentic and vulnerable you are, people connect with you on a deeper level. I don't want to connect with masks anymore. Show me your true essence, and I fall in love with your true essence. So the what, sixth principle is simplicity. Okay, wait. Coming back to vulnerability, a ritual for you to be creative, do something vulnerable today. Do something vulnerable. When you do it, you actually, the more you do it, the more you embody it. And I tell you, when I started doing my videos on YouTube, I was so vulnerable sharing my stories and sharing everything. But the real power and the courage came when I published. And so if you have something to say today, you have something, you have to ask somebody something today, 
if you you want something, just ask and be vulnerable and be real and true to yourself. Beautiful. Sixth principle is simplicity. The simplicity is the quality or condition of being easy. <sighs> easy. <laughs> I used to be one of those persons, and sometimes I get caught up on that to be complicated. And I learned that I used to be in New York and I used to be a master colors in New York and literally for being trying to be a complex and unique and authentic, but I was complex. I turned somebody's hair purple, like literally purple and blue and by mistake. And I, I realized then that simplicity, just keep it simple. When I saw all the master colors doing hair and the formulation, they kept it very simple. One or two things. The greatest chef are, they don't put some stuff in there. They sometimes they just keep it one, two, three spices and it's so yummy and so delicious. You just have to know the great combination, but keep it simple. So just take a big breath in and just feel yourself in what area of your life right now can you bring simplicity and just go with it because we become cluttered. We bring a lot of things into a house, into a business, and we create crazy, you're an entrepreneur, we create crazy stuff, complicated stuff for a client, and we're so overwhelmed. Like, complexity was great back in, like, 150 years ago because maybe we had nothing to do. But then now we have so much, and we have so we have so much information in front of our eyes right now and, uh, like, radio, TV, and uh, reading that – we we don't have time for being complex anymore. Mm-hmm. Like we just want to keep it simple. Okay. So simplicity. So what area of your life right now you feel that is like complex? So what can you do right now today to make it simple? So that's the that's the ritual right there. That question. Write it down. What can I do today to keep this area of my life simple, easy, easy peasy? Now the next one is permission. Number seven is permission. And permission, uh, the next one and the following one is going to be close to each other, but there's a big difference here. Permission. Permission is consent on authorization. Authorization. So permission for something to happen or agreement to do something. I always wake up in the morning and say, I'm giving myself full permission to be myself. And this is the beauty about permission. It's like we live in this universe where universe give us free will. And even universe itself, God, source, whatever you believe on, give you the it, it honors you with your own permission. The universe does not give you or do anything for you or to you without your permission. So it permission is so beautiful and powerful because you are an empowered being. You are such a creator. So you give yourself permission or you give consent. You are the one in power. When you give permission to somebody uh, to give you something or, or you receive something from somebody or you give permission to in your house, in your business, you are in power. So now let's talk about the next principle, which is important, is allowing. And why these two are kind of like the same but a little bit different because permission is the one that you empower. And allowing is that you empower too. But allowing, the definition of allowing is you give someone permission to do something. So permission is about you. It's you, you, you know, you, somebody give you permission to do something. It's like general. But when it comes to allowing, it's more of self. Because you are the one giving permission to somebody else, to the government, or to outside source force energy to do something for you. I would That's lo- when we talk about so I love would, it. Can I just stop you for a second? I would look at it sure. like this. I would give myself permission to feel wonderful. I might mm-hmm. give myself permission to be kissed. I mm-hmm. might give myself permission to be loved and so on. And then I would allow someone to hug me. I would allow someone to kiss me. But yes. I would have to have the permission within myself first yes. to say I have permission to feel great in the presence of yes. another. Yes. And that's what it's so important to have very clear about this word of allowing because even in the law of attraction, we talk about the law of allowing, right? Like we talk, 
but it's actually given the universe permission to give us and we receive it in the end in the end aspect of it. So even when we talk about the law of allowing is we give the universe permission to provide for us. So and we have to be open to receive. So it is just a beautiful um it's a beautiful understanding that at the same time, for example, I hear a lot of people say where to parent, to kid, or the kids say, well, my parents are not allowing me to do, to do this. Well, your parents don't need, don't need to give you permission to be yourself. Or like some people talk about, you know, my parents, they don't allow me to be myself. They don't have the power to tell you who you have to be. And I have to be very clear on that because it's so important that we give ourselves permission to be who we are. And be conscious about this word of allowing and use it correctly because, I mean, I don't have, you know, I don't have permission to let my daughter be who she is. She has the power to be who she is. I am more of the excited. I'm more like of the receiving end of like, wow, I accept my daughter for who she is. As a parent, I accept my daughter. I honor my daughter. I'm not allowing her because she doesn't need my permission. And that's the thing that we have with relationship, that even couples have a big struggle here when they say, well, my husband doesn't allow me to do this. Well, he doesn't have to. Like, he, it, it does take that word out of your vocabulary. Your husband had to, uh, it would be beautiful if he accept you for who you are. You don't, you don't need his permission to be who you are. Okay, that's good. It's very clear. Very clear. Yeah. So the next principle that we have is, uh, okay, so the ritual is just be, just be conscious with this word, allow, allowing and giving permission or permission. So just be very conscious when you use this word before, the, the ritual here is before you even use this word in the regular basis, just take a big breath in and feel if this is empowering or disempowering you when you're using this word. It is really giving you your power of you are like literally giving you power away, like we say it. I have a so per- just- I have a really great example here. Yes. Facebook, when I, when I allow somebody to be my friend, like mm-hmm. I accept their friend request, I allow them to be my friend. And then, if, and then they'll say, you know, sometimes they say, Oh, can I tell you how beautiful you are? Or can I tell you how much I love your smile? And I say, I'm not here to have you do all that. I'm not flirting on Facebook. You know, mm-hmm. I'm connecting with my friends or I'm doing business. And then they keep doing it. And then I say, well, I allowed you to be my friend, but now I'm stopping you because I'm not going to allow you to flirt with me. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's, yes. me, that's like a daily occurrence in my life. So I'm saying that because it's just like, you know, then sometimes I have to block someone. I can't allow them to be my friend anymore because they won't, they won't abide by my boundaries. Yes. And thank you for pointing this out because these, when you to practice in all these principles that I personally am using and I'm sharing with you guys, it's because it instantly, effortlessly create a boundary in your life. Because when you allow, and when you allow, you, you know, allow universe to, to provide for you and you allow people, you give permission to say something, to do something for you. Uh, when you get permission, when you get, when you do, when you're really conscious about this, you know, you create an instant boundaries in your life. You know what you tolerate. I love when Tony Robbins said, you know, you get what you tolerate. So if you allowing shit, well, that's what you're going to get. <laughs> so if you're giving permission yourself to receive shit, well, that's what you're going to get. So these create such permission and allowing, like we really think about it every day, just focus on it, pay attention to every single aspect of your life. And you will see that the more you become more conscious about these words, these principles, these values, the more your boundaries are going to be strength, going to be stronger. They strength every single day. So the next principle that we have is being present. <sighs> Take a big breath in and just mm. fully being present. It's actually the state or fact of existence. <sighs> I love when I love when we do work. Like you know, oh Larry, you you hold sacred space for people just to be in this state of being present, and it's so important that we 
here, right now, just right now, being together, listening to this, we we allowing ourselves, we're giving ourselves permission, we're actually welcoming, being connected, being fully present, feeling alive, feeling our existence. And a ritual to be present, fully present here right now is breathing. That's why in our interview, when I was with you, I was like, I'm just taking a big breath in <laughs> and we're just here with you. So the next principle we're going to talk about is respect. Respect is a feeling of deep admiration for someone or something, which also is tied up with the next one, which is honor. Honor is high respect, a privilege. When you bring respect into your life and you really pay attention to this, and this one hit me Big time, a few months ago, when I went back to my divorce lawyer because we had parenting agreement uh, here in Florida for my daughter's uh, child custody. And a lot of stuff was happening with my ex-husband and this whole saggy, ugly energy going on. And I was realizing that my, when my lawyer said, you have to respect this agreement. And I was like, it just hit me because all of the things that were happening because I was not respecting myself and I was not respecting my boundaries. My, I was still like a little wiggly, wiggly based on fears and based on this, based on that. And I was not literally respecting my daughter. You know, sometimes parents, we have to be very conscious that we have a big, big uh, responsibility with our kids. And one of them that I feel and I see a lot now more than ever because I have this big word of respect everywhere is that sometimes we attract people into our life to show us that we're not respecting ourselves. We attract situations in our life to show us that we're not respecting ourselves. We attract them lovers, our partners, our both bosses, our just friends, and just doing crappy shit stuff to us because we are not respecting ourselves. So... Respect is a big one. And then ritual for respect for you, you know, for the audience would be just, again, a question. Some simple question for me, ritual, sometimes just is a question. Sometimes it's something else. Uh, sometimes it's just about being outside and be observant and be fully present or breathing. And the question of respect is like when you see something happening in your life, like something that is coming to you right now, like something that does not feel good. Ask yourself a question too. Am I respecting myself? Is this an experience that I'm experiencing right now because I am lack of my own alignment and my own respect? And where I need to strengthen my respect? And then we go with honor. Like honor is about high respect, a privilege. To me, it's an honor to work with you, Laurie. To me, it's an honor to be in this show. To me, it's an honor because I treat it with so much love and respect because it's an admiration. It's a deep admiration. Respect is admiration. I can, and, I can actually – I actually can feel that from you. And I, yeah. And I, I really love the work that you've done on yourself. I honor <laughs> and respect <laughs> – the work that you've done on yourself such that you could actually translate it for other people. Yeah. And this, this is what I love. This is like what I love to do. And so respect and honor when it comes to awakening your central feminine essence or even your central masculine essence, this is powerful because we admire our femininity and masculinity are we admiring our true essence when we are really adoring this is one of the words i never really uh use for like 30 something years of my life maybe 33 years of my life i'm 36 now and it was adoration because by religion conditioning adoration was the aspect of you don't adore anybody other than god right and and it's, it's such a powerful word, adoration for self, that when you start using it, adoration, admiration for self, it's like it opens you up to the infinity of who you truly are because then you realize that you are such an amazing, creative, powerful, orgasmic being of, of light and, 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 and contrast and, and just creativity. Like you are expanding all this time. And... 
and like I loved your work too. Like when we talk about the you know uh, immortality, you are you know when you adore yourself and you admire yourself, you respect, you honor yourself, you admire all this expansion of yourself. How do you treat yourself? So a ritual for adoration and respect is like how do you treat yourself? You know how do you really adore yourself, admire yourself? You know, these are very beautiful, powerful words and values that our life is literally is defined by the values and the words and the meaning that we put into every single day of our life. I, I mean, I would say, how do I adore myself? Let me count the ways. And there's like so many ways. Mm-hmm. But I had to learn all that. I had to learn to put myself first. And to put my life and the value of my life first. So it's what you're saying. It's like, yeah, I want to stick around. So the only way I'm going to stick around is if I care for myself. And that mm-hmm. means self-adoration. Yeah, self-adoration is like, oh, so beautiful. So that could be another value that you can put it in there next to honor and respect. But let's go to the next one. The next one is innocence. Innocent is about guilt-free. <laughs> it's a lack of guilt. You know, when we talk about Catholic Church or the Bible or something like that, um, whatever religion believe, like I try not to talk about all that. (laughs) Yeah, but there's a beautiful thing that always got stuck with me when I was used to teach little kids the Bible. It was when I was a kid itself. It was that you know the open of the kingdom, you know the kingdom, the doors of the kingdom are open to children. And it wasn't about the immaturity of children, <laughs> but it was about the innocence of what children actually represent. You know that innocence that we, the, the kingdom of our life, the universe source, force energy inside of us, outside of us, is available to us when we really embrace and welcome. And I say yes to this invitation of our innocent self because we all are innocent. We all have this beautiful essence within ourselves that is innocent. There's no guilt. We didn't come to this universe, to this, this planet, uh, with guilt. We didn't. No, we guilt, came is, with, guilt is only used to try and control us. Yes. So... How can we, a ritual for this is like, to me, it's beautiful to be in a bathtub with, I like my roses and these roses, these petals that we're sharing with you, like I call them values. And to me, I like rose petals because I take each one of these values and these rose petals into my bathtub and I put water and essential oils and I put candles and I immerse myself in it and I immerse myself in this principle. That could be like the total principle ritual that I do because each petal is each petal is a principle it's a value and I put them in the top and I submerge myself into all these principles in the water and really just just feel it feel myself that I am innocent and just that I'm feeling in my mama womb and I'm like feeling I'm swimming in this I'm in this fluid inside of the womb the creative, the creative womb, the chalice of life. And the water is this beautiful alchemical energy of, of, of creation, emotions, and, and, and just being there in the flow. And, and this, you know, it's just, but you need to have that container, right? To, to, to have all this energy flowing and being there and, and be submerged yourself. You have to have this container. So in this beautiful bath, I, I, feel and I make more contact with my body and I honor and I admire myself and I adore myself for my innocence for I am so much in gratitude and joy and happiness and and I'm like thank you thank you source for allowing me to feel right now in this moment my true innocence this is and beautiful. from this place create from this place we create because we cannot create anything from a place of guilt. This is beautiful. This is mm. very, very beautiful. I know. Very beautiful. <laughs> I just see you. You just took me there. I could just see you in the bathtub with the petals, with the candlelight, and being innocent. It's a beautiful ritual. Beautiful ritual. Yes. The next one is pleasure. Once in that innocent state in the shower, you pleasure yourself. <laughs> and then after you pleasure yourself, the next, the next, um, Value is rest. 
after you being that innocent person in that shower, pleasure yourself, however you want to pleasure, just watch a funny movie or pleasure yourself physically, sexually, and then just go for rest. And then when you're resting, the last principle I like to share with you is truth. Feel the truth of you, who you truly are, your essence after these beautiful rituals and just embody your truth and come out and just literally maybe have a song in your phone saying, I'm coming out <laughs> and let the world to know I am coming out. Come out in your truth because this is who we want to see. Lucia, you are, you're an amazing woman. This is a great, this has been a great lesson. It's been really a teaching that you've offered here. It's, it is stuff that people know, but putting it all together in this package is really beautiful. Really, really beautiful. How can people reach you? How can they get in touch with you if they want more? Well, if you want more of these amazing pleasure stuff, <laughs> you can go to luciagabriela.com. It's L-U-C-I-A. G A B as a boy R I E L A one L dot com. And you can reach out to me on Facebook, Lucia Gabriela. Follow me up and just I love interaction and connection. So just come to Facebook and join my conversations. Have fun and, and learn. And I interview amazing speakers like uh Lori itself too. So I love to share all these amazing fun uh, powerful wisdom with all of you. Thank you. Wow. Thank you. I'm just going, wow, wow, wow. Really um, big. This is big. This is a really big, big lesson. Um, I I really want to thank you. I, I, I feel like what you gave us was way more than awakening the sensual feminine. I feel like you gave us a big life lesson as to how to be, like how to just be authentic in life. And so I, I, you know, I honor you in your words. I honor you and I, I, I praise you. I appreciate you so much for doing this work. Thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you for being my guest today. My pleasure. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so everybody, I thank you for listening in today. I hope that you take these, these messages that she's given to heart she gave you a bunch of homework, and you know what? If you do it, you will come out the better. There's no, there's no reason why not to. It's not, it doesn't cost anything, and it's not complicated. Like she said, simplicity is, is it. And this, she made it, she broke it down and made it really simple for you. And that's, that's what I have to say about it. My guest next time is a man who's made a film, a feature film about sex trafficking. And what we can do about it, like what's happening in the world and what there is for us to do about it. So it's a really critical and important topic. And he's going to join us on Sex and Happiness the next time. So I hope that you tune in. This is Laurie Handlers signing off for Sex and Happiness. Thank you for joining us today for Sex and Happiness. To learn more about Lori and her work, please go to ButterflyWorkshops.com or follow her on Twitter or Facebook. You can send her an email at sexandhappiness at gmail.com. We'll see you again right here next week for another edition of Sex and Happiness. Oh.